Hello, everyone, and welcome into the newest series of the UNABCM podcast. I am Matt Daniels, the campus minister of the UNABCM, and we are excited to bring you a new series as we have launched into summer. Uh, I know all of you students are in full summer mode at this point, and so over the next four weeks, you're going to hear from four different college pastors in our area. And we just simply want to challenge you, encourage you, equip you to make sure you stay focused this summer, to spend your summer uh, growing spiritually, because if you're not careful, summer will backfire on you. And we don't want that to happen, and we want to make sure that you uh, don't get lazy in your summer. It'll be the, one of the easy temptations. Uh, and we just want to, you to know that we love you, and we want to encourage you as you head into summer, even if it may be one of the more unique summers any of us ever face with everything that's going on in our world, it's still important that we grow spiritually and prep for whatever the fall is going to look like. And so we'll get into some of those things over the next four weeks, and I'm excited. I've got four uh, just incredible guys lined up that are going to give you so much knowledge and encouragement. Um, And so I really hope you tune in and share this with your friends. And uh, shameless plug here, make sure you drop a review, a like, a subscription, all of those things. It just helps us gain credibility on the internet as people are looking for things to listen to. The more reviews, the more ratings that we have, uh, the more we'll pop up in searches. And so that's important if you wouldn't mind doing that. And so enough of that. We want to jump into our first episode here in this summer series. And uh, I'm excited with this one. Uh, I probably won't do a lot of talking because the guy joining me is a lot smarter than I am. Uh, but I'm excited to have my buddy Trey Mitchell, college pastor of Underwood Baptist Church, here with me. Trey, what's up, man? Oh, not much, Matt. Uh, happy to be a part of this episode, and I appreciate what you're doing uh, with your students and the challenge that you're setting forth with them uh, through this new series, because summer is such a critical time that I think it's overlooked uh, in the spiritual life of students in a lot of ways. I know it did in my own life, and I know it's going to be a good benefit for them to tune into some of these and hear what small bit of wisdom uh, those of us that you're having come in and share with you uh, can play into their lives. So just happy to be here and be a part. Yeah, so you heard it right out of the gate from Trey. We're going to tap into some of that here in a minute. And Trey, if somebody's listening to this, don't know much about you, just give them a quick kind of bio intro. Let them get to know you a little bit more. Absolutely. Uh, Florence is home for me, has been for the entirety of my life. Uh, attended college here at UNA for four years, was a baseball player while I was here and had some fantastic opportunities uh, while at this university, both athletically and academically. So UNA holds a special place in my heart. And through that kind of God wove an interesting path uh, for my life that led eventually into ministry calling. And so leaving here, I found myself at Underwood Baptist Church, uh, becoming an intern and then kind of a part-time employee there, helping out with the college students and then uh, eventually it led into a full-time uh, job as I felt like that was the calling God placed upon my life. So that's kind of the road I've been on ever since. But UNA was a part of that journey. And that's why it holds such a special place in my heart and in my life. And I thank God for the opportunity to still have a part at UNA and to still reach out to this campus and make an impact on the lives of these students that are here. Yeah, and Trey... Um... It's a very close friend of mine and uh, just wanted to have him on because him being obedient, his calling led to God calling me and confirming the calling he had in my life. And so I wanted to bring him on because I am fruit of his obedience and uh, you students are experiencing some of that fruit from God because of Trey's obedience and the glory of God in his life. And so um, 
I think it's going to be a good episode. And so, Trey, let's just jump right in. You know, first thing I kind of want to talk about is just the uniqueness of summer as a student. Um, and so when I say that phrase, kind of what's your thoughts and kind of how do you want to start this conversation based on that? Yeah, it is a unique kind of opportunity that you do have as a student. And as I was thinking through, you know, what you had told me a couple of weeks ago, how you wanted to set up this episode and the things that you wanted to talk about, thinking about the uniqueness of summer as a student. You know, as a student, uh, you guys, you, you, you are busy. Uh, we don't deny that fact. A lot of you are working jobs. Some of you are taking classes throughout the summer. Uh, and so you do have busy lifestyles uh, while you're in college. But at the same time, you still have a freedom with your time that you'll never have again. And I think that's what makes summer unique for students is because you do kind of have a uniqueness of that time frame where you have some freedoms that, that you'll never have in that capacity in your life again. And so I think that that does add a level of uniqueness to it. And how we use that time, I know we're going to talk about that as an important thing, but it is kind of one of those things that you don't ever get back. You know, you, you graduate one day and you get off into the working world and, and you're following a career path. There's no such thing necessarily as a summer break anymore. You know, you, you work through the summer. There's no extended period of time. There's no, there's no looking to the end of the semester. There's no final exam that you're going to take that lifts this burden because you know you have the freedom of summer set out in front of you. So it is unique in that sense that even though you are busy and there's things that you might have obligations to fulfill throughout your summer, there is a freedom that you have as a student that you won't have any other time in your life. Yeah, so true. You know, he's talking about the work thing and, you know, there's people that their summer break is a five-day vacation that they saved up those days for a whole calendar year so that they could take five days, go to the beach, stress out taking care of the family, not really get a vacation, only come back and go back to work on Monday while everybody else has got their feet up enjoying a summer break. Uh, and so it is unique. And because it's unique, it's also unique spiritually. And, and it's important that we have these conversations and just encourage you because uh, and Trey talked about personal experience, and I'm going to kick that to him here in a little bit. I know in my own personal experience, I didn't always take advantage of the summer spiritually, and it left me playing catch-up in the fall and into the spring. And it's like I was always kind of like in a hamster wheel of playing catch-up, right? Like I'm just spinning my wheels, and I'm not going anywhere, and it's because summer I lost focus spiritually. And so on that note, just kind of toss it back to you, Trey, talking about personal experiences in the summer you know, I know yours was a little different playing baseball and everything as far as your actual activity of the summer, but just kind of talk about your experience as a summer student. Yeah, while I was at UNA, you know, I, athletics were a, a huge part of my life and playing college athletics is a major commitment with your time, with your energy, with your resources, and with your focus. And so for me, summer each and every year provided the opportunity for me to go play in summer baseball leagues throughout the country and so most of the time that's what my summer was dedicated to you know there wasn't any other option really other than playing ball for me while I was here as a student and that being said that that put me into some cool opportunities to meet some great people uh, that I wouldn't have otherwise got to meet but at the same time it isolated me from my church home here uh, going to a new region going to a new state not being around anybody that I knew you know, and, and leaving a lot of my godly influences behind, it kind of put me on an island a little bit throughout the summers and ultimately led to some struggles in my life spiritually during the summer seasons of my life. And, you know, if I'm being candid, uh, 
with you guys. Summer for me as a college student wasn't necessarily centrally focused on growing my spiritual life. It was growing my athletic ability more than anything else. And sure, you know, I would I would take what time I could to spend time in the Word or to spend time in prayer, but that wasn't the key focus of my life. My focus was getting better as a ball player and trying to make a living out of that. And so that's how my summers kind of shaped up as a student while I was here at UNA. And it was after my time had finished, after I was done playing baseball, my senior year had come and gone, you know, summer came back around and there were no summer leagues to go play in, you know, because nobody's looking for graduated seniors to come play in their summer leagues. You know, the whole the whole purpose of that was to try and put you in a position to further your career professionally. Well, after you're done, you're done. You know, there's no there was no professional opportunities on the table for me at that time. And so for the first time in four years, all of a sudden I have a summer in front of me with nothing already booked to take up my time. And so I remember during this time at our church, my senior year was when all the tornadoes blew through the state, you know, that, that fateful April time frame where we just had tornado after tornado rip through our state here. And so we were doing some relief efforts to, to help out with that. And our church had gotten together with another local church in this area to team up and take a college student trip to Tuscaloosa to be a part of a Habitat for Humanity build. We were helping build a couple of houses down there for families that have had their homes ripped apart because of the tornadoes. And, you know, I remember mom asking me if I wanted to go and be a part of that trip. And I kept telling her, no, I don't, I don't think I'm going to because in my mind, you know, I'm still holding on to a goal, a dream of playing professionally that I had fought for my entire life pretty much. That's what I want to do. And so there was still an opportunity that might come available and so I was kind of playing off of and I'm not going to take that trip because I don't I need to stay available here in case something does happen I don't want to be gone somewhere and have to rush back home and it was just an excuse to not go on the trip and so I shot her down and the youth pastor at our church at that time he was asking me if I wanted to go as well and I shot him down also a couple of weeks later, mom asked me again at the house, just randomly, hey, you sure you don't want to go on this trip? And I was like, no, I just, I don't think it's what I need to do right now. So I shut her down again. And a couple more weeks passed by. We're getting almost to the point where we're going to take the trip. And she asked me one more time. I can remember like it was yesterday, saying I live in my house. And I walked by and she asked me, so you sure you don't want to go on that trip? You know, me and dad, we'll take care of the cost if you want to go and I told her no and in that moment man it was like the Holy Spirit hit me in the face like a hammer in the sense that you know who are you to tell me what you're going to do with your time with your life if you're surrendered to me if I'm your Lord you know am I really who are you to tell me what you're going to do what you're not going to do with your time and so I told her you know what I think I will go on that trip and it was a summer missions opportunity and I'll explain a little bit more about how that completely changed my life here in a moment, but the importance of that trip spiritually for me can't be under or overstated. And I think that even goes back to the uniqueness that you have as the opportunities in the summer being a student because there are opportunities that have been created specifically for you 
that other people don't get the chance to experience, whether that be through the IMB, whether that be through NAM, whether that be like me in a local church missions opportunity during the summer. You have opportunities right now that are created that are tailored specifically for you to go and be a part of. And you're also at a physical time in your life where you can go and do things now that you won't necessarily be able to do later on in life, whether it be go to Tuscaloosa like I did and be a part of a house bill. You can do that right now. You might not be able to do that when you're 65 years old. You know, you can't climb on rooftops like we were doing while we were there. It was 107 degrees every day while we were there. When you get older, you're not going to be able to go out and do those kind of things. And so, you know, here's an opportunity that was sat in front of me as a college student that ultimately was a one-time thing that I don't get those kind of opportunities now that I've gotten older in life. Yeah, and it's important, you know, that you hear Trey talking about making that choice. And he talked about at the beginning, you know, you have a freedom of choice right now in your summer to spend it how you want to spend it right and our encouragement is is that you do tune into the voice of the holy spirit and if that the holy spirit is speaking something into your life do it now like don't don't wait don't find excuses just do it because you just don't know how god will use different things in your life to radically transform what he wants for you for the rest of your life now uh, just the other, just last night before recording this, uh, I ran into a student at Walmart, and uh, he was talking about some different things and how he's he's an incoming freshman. And he was talking about the worry of temptation that he's going to face coming into college, and I encouraged him. I said, "Man, I just want to challenge you. It's a good thing that you see that because remember, these next four years lay the foundation for the rest of your life, and that's so true because you're going to step into adulthood and you're going to take with you what happens." during this time as a college student and summer even more so than ever because like Trey I was very athletically focused in the summer for a different reason I was trying to coach I was never a very good athlete so I was going to try to teach the athletes how to be better athletes even though you know I wasn't a very good one Uh, so that's why I'm not coaching anymore Uh, and but that's what I did in the summers and wanted to you know put all my time towards and like Trey I had one summer where it just didn't work out for me to go coach basketball and God began using that to shape my view of the world and shape my view of what he had for me for the rest of my life and even though I fought it for the next like five six years of my life that one summer did radically change everything and he's right you guys have some unique opportunities and our encouragement is to simply just take advantage of that and so you know Trey we've been talking about you know, freedom of choice and their time and everything with the summer and the uniqueness of it. But I think one thing that I want to make sure we hit on is why summer is important spiritually for these students. And so uh, I just toss that right to, you know, why is summer so important? Well, I think you've heard already, you know, from both me and you that two of the most monumental moments spiritually that we experience in our walk with Christ and in our faith happen in the midst of summer breaks. And so I think the importance of summer uh, can't be over or understated and here's what I want to encourage you guys with today is and it's really a caution to and that's to avoid what I like to call the summer slump I think it's something that a lot of us battle and face as students in college throughout the summertime uh, it's easy for routines to be interrupted during summer it's easy for laziness to creep in during the summer you don't have academic obligations as much so as you do during the semester. Uh, You know, you might not even have work obligations as much as you did during the semester. So it's real easy to look at summer 
as an opportunity for me. In other words, I've put the work in. It's been a long, hard school year. I've done good. My GPA is where it needs to be. I've worked hard, you know, and, and academics and athletics or at my job, whatever area you might be in. And so summer is an opportunity for me to just do me, uh, to sleep in till two o'clock in the afternoon, if that's what I want to do, to stay up all night playing Fortnite or whatever it is that you guys want to play all night long. Summer is an opportunity for me to kick my feet up and relax and just do what I want to do. And I hear you on that in some ways. But as we get into that kind of stuff, it, you, you can see how it becomes very easy for us to lose our routine spiritually to where we're not in the Word daily, where we're not spending time in prayer daily, where I can't even remember the last time I had a conversation with a brother and sister in Christ about what God's been doing in their life. So I want to caution you guys to avoid the summer slump. And I'm going to share just a couple of things that I think are key to helping you avoid getting into that kind of a state spiritually where you do slump throughout the summer. So in Colossians chapter 4, I'm going to read just a few verses here, starting in verse 2. Paul's writing and he says, Continue steadfastly in prayer, being watchful in it with thanksgiving. At the same time, pray also for us, that God may open to us a door for the word to declare the mystery of Christ, on account of which I am in prison, that I may make it clear, which is how I ought to speak. Walk in wisdom toward outsiders, making the best use of the time. Let your speech Always be gracious, season with salt, so that you may know how you ought to answer each person. So if you're going to avoid a summer slump, I think one of the main things you have to do throughout the summer is be persistent in prayer. And that's Paul's first encouragement to the Colossians when he says, continue steadfastly in prayer. So one of the keys for me uh, that I found as I got out of college, you know, unfortunately, we have to, we have to teach you guys from a, a wrong experience. You know, things that we have done wrongfully, summer slumps that I have been in have taught me that unfortunately I had to learn this stuff after my college years were gone. But that's why we're here, right, Matt? If we can help no. you avoid these things no. now, mm -hmm. that's what we want to do. So avoid the summer slump by being persistent in prayer. Make prayer an everyday part of your life all throughout the summer. When you wake up in the morning, may it be the first thing that you do. When you go throughout your day, may it be constantly on your heart. Paul says, continue steadfastly in it. But there's a few elements to that that I want you to be aware of. He says, be watchful in prayer. That means to pray with an expectant heart. I'm not just praying for the sake of praying, for the sake of blowing hot air. I have a means behind my prayer. I have things I really want to see God do, whether it be in my life or my friends or my family members or my coworkers. So pray and be watchful in it, expecting God to do things through your intercessory prayers. But then he also says, have thanksgiving with it. So in other words, don't let your prayer life become a burden. Uh, don't let it become something that's just droll and boring to you. Uh, be watchful with it with thanksgiving. It should be a joy for us to spend time in communication with our Father. So be persistent in prayer through your summer. And secondly, actively share the gospel. Uh, Paul talks about how he specifically wants them to pray for a door to be opened for them to share the gospel. Coincidentally enough, Paul's in prison at this time, and he's asking these believers to pray for an opportunity for him to share the gospel. Now, if it was me, I would have been asking these believers to pray that God would open up a door at the jail cell so I can get out. No doubt. But Paul's saying open up a door for us to share the gospel even while we're in prison. So actively share the gospel throughout the summer. If you want to stay out of a summer slump spiritually, share the gospel with people. I think it's one of the most effective ways to keep your sword sharp 
throughout the summer months and you know there's opportunities that abound uh, whether you be at the beach uh, at the water park uh, hanging out with your friends uh, at the river you know whatever it may be there are opportunities abundant for us to actively be sharing the gospel throughout the summer and then lastly just be good stewards of your time and you know as Paul finishes things out that's one of the things that he, he talks about making the best use of the time as Christians we have a responsibility we have an obligation to be good stewards of all things but also of our time and how are you guys going to be good stewards of your time and your freedom and the opportunities that you have throughout the summer that you may not have at any other time of the year so make the best use of your time you don't waste it away sitting on the couch gaining 15 pounds because all you're eating is Lay's potato chips and ding-dongs. That's not going to be an effective summer for you. That's not going to grow you spiritually. Make the best use of your time. You've got freedom away from classes right now where you're not forced to study history. You're not forced to study calculus. Well, sit down and study the Word of God. Make use of your time there to, to take your faith to a level that it's never been before. So do these things. Spend time in prayer. Share the gospel. Make use of your time. I think you do those things, Matt. It'll help you avoid a summer slump. Yeah, there's no doubt. And for some of you, I, I might would even encourage you to kind of pause and rewind and go back and take some notes on all of that because there is some good, just tangible stuff there for you to take away. And especially leading into the summer of 2020, which is so different from what most of us know as summer. For some of you listening to this, you had plans to go somewhere missionally right i know a lot of you students here at the bcm we had over 20 of you who were signed up and were going somewhere this summer if it was just for a week some of you were giving up your whole summer and now all of a sudden you're at home you've taken jobs things are way different than you thought and so what led me to really do this series is that picture because for those of you who were going to go on the mission field it's easy for you to be a little more focused spiritually or at least i would think it would be Right, because you've got the mission trip, you want to be prepared for that, you want to serve the Lord well in that. But now you're at home, or now you're with friends, as Trey mentioned, and you've got different opportunities now. And the, But what we want you to see is that the mission is not canceled. The mission is still ongoing. Just because your trip's canceled, just because your camp's canceled, just because your church has shifted your Bible school to an online platform, doesn't mean the mission isn't canceled. The opportunities are still there for you as students to do exactly what Trey just challenged us to do. And it is so important that you do that because trust me, just like we believe there's a fresh wind of the Holy Spirit coming, and I truly believe this school year is going to be something that we have never seen before, I also think Satan's going to come even harder. And he's going to ramp up his temptations. And so we want to help you protect and fight against that by challenging you with these things. To spend time in prayer. To make use of your time. To not sit around and eat all the Totino's party pizzas that you want to eat. I mean, there's nothing wrong with those things, but it's just so easy to aimlessly scroll on Instagram. To aimlessly get your streaks going on Snapchat. To get lost on the TikTok dance videos. It's so easy to do those things. That's why you've got to have an intentional focus this summer specifically to do some things that are going to help you grow spiritually, but also look for opportunities to share the gospel with the people around you. Some of you are in a home and your family members are lost. That's your mission field. Treat it as a trip. Hey, my trip is my house, right? And so I'm going to do what I have to do in my house for the people to know and hear and see Jesus, right? For some of you, it's your workplace. you got summer jobs. Great. 
that summer job is your mission field. That's your trip. Every day when you get in your car to go to your summer job, you're on the mission trip. And treat it as that. And that'll help you be watchful in prayer. That'll help you find joy in this process and not look at it and go, oh, well, I'm supposed to be in Phoenix. Oh, I'm supposed to be in Guatemala. Oh, I'm supposed to be in New York. Oh, I'm supposed to be... Man, just dive in. And and you'll hear me challenge, just because these guys are local church pastors, you'll hear me in every episode say this. Reach out to your local church. See how you can invest in your local church this summer and help them serve alongside of them as they are being a beacon in your community. Your local church needs you just like you need the local church. And so it's not about us needing people. It's about us as the family of God drawing together and putting our body parts together, whether we're the left arm, the right arm, the big toe, the head, whatever we are in our role, that's what we are supposed to be as we serve God together and go reach the lost for the sake of the kingdom. And so these are some just tangible things that you can take and do that. And uh, I just want to circle back to something Trey said when you talked about being watchful in prayer. Something I, I like to challenge you students to do is write down the things you're praying for. That way you can see what you're praying for, but also it'll help you stay focused on those things and believe that God's going to move in those things, right? If that's names of people, if that's something you're walking through, your family's walking through, write those things down and, and create yourself a little prayer journal to help you just have that tangible thing as you walk in that prayer journal. And so we've given you some how-tos and, and some whys this is so important spiritually, but Trey, I just kind of want to toss it back to you, you know, because I know probably like me, your wheels are spinning right now on the summer stuff. But what do you want to give these students as far as a how-to other than anything you've said? Or is there just something just burning in your heart that like, man, i got to share about summer? Well, I think, you know, just uh, some final encouragements to those of you that are listening. Uh, number one, have an intentionality behind every single day. For me, summer was always a struggle to have that kind of purpose, to have that kind of intentionality behind every single day because it's so easy to just get lost in the the laziness of the days, you know, the aimlessness of summer, uh, so to speak. And we think, well, there's plenty of time during the summer. But you guys all know that it goes by uh, as quickly as it got started. So have an intentionality behind every day spiritually. And then form a selfless instead of selfish mentality. I think so many of us go into summer with a selfish mentality like we were talking about at the beginning of the episode to where summer is going to be about me. This is my opportunity to, to kick back, to relax, to enjoy the time that I have and to focus primarily on number one. But be selfless instead of selfish with your mentality. And I said form that mentality because it's not something that's natural for us as fleshly human beings. We want to be selfish in all that we do. So take some time to ask God to help form this kind of selfless mentality where it's it's a, just a Christian thing always to elevate others before self. So form that this summer, work on that. And that way when you come back this fall, you're already in the mindset of it's these people on my campus and their needs above my own this semester. And then one last thing, because I wanted to come back to it to talk a little bit more about that experience that I had through my summer missions opportunity. And I want to go into it with this statement, don't sleep on summer. When I was given that opportunity to go on that mission trip, you know, I didn't think much would come out of it. 
I knew I wasn't where I needed to be exactly spiritually, but for the most part, I was doing okay, I thought. And so I go on this trip with really no expectations other than I knew I'd come under such conviction, a conviction that I haven't felt in that strong of a sense in a long time, that it was what God wanted me to do. And so we take off to Tuscaloosa. And while we're there, you know, God really, really began to renew my perspective and the truths of what it really meant for him to be the Lord of my life and for me to live in such a way to exhibit that and to follow his plan for my life and not just the one that I had built for myself. And so this trip became a catalyst for change in my life. And I think for some of you that are listening to this right now, this summer is going to be what God uses as a catalyst to bring change in your life in a spiritual awakening kind of way that you may not have ever experienced before. But that's only going to happen if you don't sleep on your summer. And so while we're there, God just began to draw me to himself in a way that I had never experienced before. He began to deepen my faith in a way that I had never experienced before. I began to understand what full submission, surrender, and obedience looked like. And it wasn't what I had been living. And so coming out of that trip, you know, all that begins with me going on this trip, which then leads into me getting to a place in my life where I eventually say, okay, God, what do you desire? What is your will for my life? And long story short, that turns into an eventual full-time calling in the vocational ministry, all stemming back to this one summer missions opportunity that I had been given. So I encourage you guys, don't sleep on your summers because you never know when God is going to use that as a catalyst to bring change that leads into a calling that you might not have otherwise sought out on your own, but God used this time, God used this season to make it known, to make it evident, to peel back some layers, to grow you in ways that you had never been grown, to lead you into something that you never expected to be led into. All that for me reflects back to one summer after my senior year was over here at UNA. And so that's why summer is, is such an important time spiritually. And, and I appreciate your heart, Matt, behind this and, and bringing this to light in their lives because I think otherwise a lot of them it would have been the same old kind of summer. Mm -hmm. Instead of seeing it as an opportunity to go somewhere spiritually that they never had before. And you know, you're right. A lot of them had, had their plans messed up. And you guys are gonna go through what essentially for college students is an unprecedented summer break. It's mm -hmm. never happened before, so to speak. So many people have never experienced anything like this during their summer breaks while in college. But the thing is, what are you guys going to do with the opportunity that's been given to you? What are you going to do with the circumstance that's been given to you? What are you going to do with the situation that's been given to you? Because you guys will set the benchmark for how future generations of believers will handle what could turn into a similar situation or circumstance years down the road. What are they going to have to reflect back on? Are they going to look back on a time and see a generation of students that use their summer for sharpening or that use their summer for sleeping? Mm -hmm. It's so good, and it's so true in your life. And 
This is why we want to encourage you with this because we know that a lot of you listening to this, you have some deep, heavy questions that you're asking, right? Some of you may be battling some serious doubt or anxiety in your life. Some of you may seriously be handling that question. What does the rest of my life look like? What is the future? What is God's call for my life? Explore it now while you have the time in summer and take a deep dive and put yourself out there into experiences and opportunities. Because just like Trey, I had the one summer where I spent as an interim youth pastor at a local church here in Florence. I wasn't going around doing the basketball camps that I normally had done. And so now I get to be an interim youth pastor. And it was a fun summer. It was a great summer. I love those students. A lot of those students still here in Florence. I see from time to time and I love to see them and say hello. And it was a great opportunity for for me. I don't know if it's a great opportunity for them. I mean, we had a lot of fun. I don't know what they learned. But, you know, what I ended up seeing in that was come full circle when God called me to full-time ministry and I knew he was calling me to full-time ministry. I also knew it wasn't church ministry because of that summer. It just wasn't working with me and the church staff and my personal life and just some things that God has equipped me to do, right? I just saw myself in the local church being more of a serving member than a serving leader. And so that was just something that God used that summer to confirm in my life years down the road when he called me into ministry. But it was because I put myself out there that one summer, not knowing what I was doing when the church asked me to serve as interim youth pastor. I remember looking at that committee going, I don't know what that means, right? You want me to do 20 hours in a church office? What do I do? Like, (laughs) I had no idea what that meant, right? And so they were like, it's fine. We'll walk through it with you. And I had some loving people there that helped me and walked through that with me. Um, But it led into just a great learning opportunity for me that helped launch into what God is doing now through Modern Morgan's life. And so I just want to encourage you with that. And just I want to leave you with this scripture. This is 2 Peter 3. At the end here, it's verses 17, 18. It says, You therefore, beloved, knowing this beforehand, take care that you are not carried away with the error of lawless people and lose your own stability but grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. To Him be the glory both now and to the day of eternity. Amen. We want to encourage you to grow spiritually. Like Trey said, don't sleep on summer. Don't let this time pass you by and then September rolls around. You've gotten through the first couple weeks of school and you go, what just happened? And you'll look back and go, man, why did I not do something differently in June? We want to help you now in May prepare not only for August and September, but prepare for the rest of your life down the road. And so we hope that this encourages you, that this challenges you. And so, Trey, just kind of as we wrap up, toss it back to you. If there's anything else, one thing you want to leave them with, but also how can, if there's a student listening to this that doesn't have a local church or maybe as an incoming freshman, how can they connect with you and life at Underwood Baptist Church? Yeah, we would love you guys to come and and check us out and be a part of the things that God's doing uh, through our life, college and young adult ministry at Underwood. You know, you can connect with us through our social media, uh, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, just search Life UBC or Life Underwood and you'll find us on those platforms. You can also connect with us through our our webpage, underwoodbaptist.org, under the ministries tab. You can find Life, uh, College and Young Adult Ministry and you can find all the details about our services and we meet on Wednesdays during the semester at at 830 and hopefully if we get to that point this summer we can get back to having some physical gatherings as well in the next few weeks for those of you that are still around here 
uh, local, we would love for you to come check us out and be a part of us that way as well. And it's so important that you do get involved with a local church uh, to get uh, involved with the community of believers, uh, you know, to have that source of encouragement and that support system throughout the semester. And, you know, those relationships that you build there uh, within those contexts are going to be the ones that you carry with you throughout the rest of your life. So we, yeah, we absolutely encourage you to, to come be a part of us. If you don't have a church that you're part of, uh, we would love for you to come check us out. And then, you know, kind of as we finish up, I just, Matt talked about earlier how some of you have, have had plans, uh, you know, to do specific things with your summer. You did plan on doing some summer missions. You did plan on having some community service projects or whatever lined up to be a part of. And I just think a lot of people, even myself included, you know, we had mission trips lined up to go to Guatemala and take a group down there. And I've had to cancel those things because obviously we can't go. You know, I talked to the missionary down there. They've shut the borders down of that country. They're not letting anybody in. And, and even just the most basic of things, like our family vacation, we planned for June. It was on the edge a little bit until recently. We didn't even know if we were going to be able to go to the beach and enjoy a family vacation. So I just think, you know, so many people have had their their plans interrupted or canceled altogether. And even in my own life, looking at that thing and diagnosing it, I can't help but think that this is probably going to be true for some of you as well. With my past experience in the summer and the things that God has done during those seasons of my life, I can't help but believe that your canceled plans could be God clearing paths. Well, that's good. That otherwise you might not have found apart from these circumstances that we're in or apart from these situations. You know, we, we, we talk about all the time how we trust that, that God will, will use things for his good, for his glory, and for the betterment of our lives. And I think this is one of those things. I think a lot of these canceled plans are going to be turned into God-clearing paths for you guys as individuals to be kingdom builders that advance his glory throughout the earth. So don't be discouraged. Don't get frustrated. Don't get down. Don't get depressed or worried or anxious about the times that we're in or the fact that things have been messed up because it might just be that God's clearing a path for you mm -hmm. that otherwise would have been very hard for you to see clearly to walk down. That's so good. And we're just going to leave you with that. And so make sure you take time to be fruitful this summer spiritually to spend time with God and see what He has for you. Because we've even just seen in the last week or so, a student here at UNA give their life to Jesus by him just taking a deep dive into what does my faith even look like and he did that and found out he needed a faith of his own and so we just want to leave you with that go grow spiritually and be sure to tune in next week when James Dubasan of Lee Heights Baptist Church joins us and continues to spend this summer wisely. We'll see you then.